Hello, this is Patty Davis. I'm a psychic medium and intuitive, and I'm coming to you from Humboldt County, which is in Northern California, where the redwood trees meet the ocean. Aloha, my name is Jude Lynch, and I am a psychic intuitive energy healer, hailing from the island of Kauai, the garden island of the Hawaiian island chains. Welcome to Spirit Speakers Podcast, where we meet to discuss a variety of topics from two different psychic vantage points. Hi, and welcome. This is Patty Davis, and welcome to Spirit Speakers Podcast, and I'm here with Jude. And on this podcast, we are discussing the emotion of gratitude. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard the buzz about a gratitude practice, and it's real, and it really makes a difference. And when we practice gratitude, what we're doing is we're working with an elevated emotion. Elevated emotions are emotions that raise our frequency. An elevated emotion could be love, joy, happiness, and gratitude. And there's been a lot of studies done where they found that when people count their blessings, not only are they happier, but they are healthier. When we tap into gratitude, it helps lift depression and anxiety. It helps alleviate stress. It helps improve relationships. It helps us connect with others and not feel so isolated. It also helps us make positive physical changes in our actual brains and it helps improve our immunity. So a gratitude practice can actually be a practice of self-healing on many levels, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So today we're really blessed because we're going to have our first speaker a little bit later on in the podcast that's going to talk to us about her experience with gratitude. Jude, what is your experience with the emotion of gratitude? Hi, Patty. Gratitude to me is probably the most potent spiritual practice that I have found. And when I think back over the years, if I was allotted a time machine to go back in time and bestow my younger self one piece of spiritual wisdom, it would be gratitude. That's how important I think it is and how much of an effect that it can have on shifting your entire reality. Gratitude is, as you said, a high vibrational energy. It's something that we feel and it is an energy that we project onto our physical surroundings. So gratitude for the people in our lives, gratitude for the things that we possess, gratitude for the place that we live, gratitude for the opportunities and situations that are unfolding around us. We are showering, literally projecting a high vibrational energy onto our physical reality. And I really feel like gratitude comes from the heart and the heart is the bridge. We are channeling in from the higher dimensions, from the crown chakra down through the heart and then anchoring that down into our lower chakras, which are really all the components of our material reality. So gratitude is one of the most potent ways we can shift the frequency shift our attitudes, and shift our reality. Of all the spiritual practices that I have put into practice, gratitude had the most swift and long-lasting and fulfilling effect of any of them. I agree wholeheartedly, Jude. 
for me, oftentimes I'll just be driving down the road, minding my own business, singing to the radio, and all of a sudden I'll just be struck with this feeling of gratitude for my car and gratitude for this music that's on the radio and gratitude for the view out my window. And it's such a high elevation. And we've talked a lot in our podcast about raising our frequency and how important that is. And by tapping into the emotion of gratitude, we automatically can raise our vibration. And when we raise our vibration, it brings us closer to the divine. And when we're closer to the divine is where we heal. And that's where we tap into love and it leads us to other high emotions like joy and happiness. And it helps us manifest joy and it helps us tap into magic and utilize magic. And we know that like attracts like. And if we're in a state of gratitude and high vibrational frequency, that's what we're going to attract is high vibrational frequency back. And that's where we all want to live. And they've actually done studies. I'm kind of a geek about statistics and studies. They've done studies about blessing our food. And they found that they can take people and not change their diet at all and just have them eat the same thing every day, but start by blessing their food and taking a moment and having gratitude for the food that they're about to eat. And what they found is that people digest that food easier. Oftentimes people lose a few pounds and feel healthier and their body absorbs the food much better. So we can take that energy of gratitude and not only are we feeling it within, but we're radiating it out and we can send it out to the people we love and care about, out to nature. We can send it to the food that we're eating and share it with our loved ones. And it's a very powerful practice to absorb as well. When we receive gratitude from someone, it feels so good. For me, you know, one of my favorite things is to help somebody. If there's an elderly person that's bringing their groceries out to the car, to go up and help them unload those groceries and put them in their car just makes me feel high and happy the rest of the day. And they're giving me gratitude, but I'm sitting with gratitude in my ability to help someone. And so gratitude, I've never done gratitude as a disciplined practice, but I have experienced that tapping into it is amazing and profound and magical. I'll say this. I know gratitude is something that comes easy to some people. In my personal experience, gratitude was not something that was easy and it wasn't something that I really knew or understood. I know when I was younger, you were taught to say please and thank you, but I was never ingrained with what that actually meant, the value of gratitude, because my surroundings was actually the lack of gratitude. It was always like, there's never enough, the world's working against me, so on and so forth. So that was kind of ingrained into me. And I had to really work on reconditioning my attitude towards gratitude. And when you do that, the universe as you said, Patty, like attracts like, will start giving you more things to be grateful for. I mean, I don't know if I was just not seeing all those things to be grateful for, or now that I do have a more open space of gratitude, that I do find more blessings coming my way. I will admit it took me well, well, well into my adult life before I really got in the flow of gratitude. And even still, I can say I still have to work on it. I still have to check myself when I get into my kind of negative, pessimistic head spins and just, whoa, like pause for a moment. Your life is so blessed. Let's start focusing in on the things to be grateful for. And I know that everybody does that. And I guess just being more aware of the potency of this practice, 
it has helped me to check myself sooner instead of going on these long spins for many days, weeks, months of a negative outlook. I will check myself within a few minutes. One of the things that I did that helps me is I anchored a reminder of gratitude in my environment. I live on the island of Kauai and pretty much everywhere here, there's these gorgeous mountain ranges. And I mean, they are absolutely stunning. When I landed on this island, I was fleeing a lava flow on the big island. And three days after I landed here, the house that I was living in was covered in 30 feet of lava. The school that my daughter was in was gone and everything on the island and the community that I was living in was no longer. So being on Kauai was not by choice. This is where by divine intervention, I ended up. And I have never ever in my life been filled with more gratitude than I was in that moment, that my family was safe, that I was able to land somewhere as amazing as Kauai and that I had enough resources to make this transition without it causing us a terrible amount of stress. And as I was driving around the mountains of Kauai, bursting with this level of gratitude that I had never felt, I was so humbled and I would look at these mountains and I told myself, Jude, always remember, always remember how humbled you are right now. Always remember how lucky you are to be here and to be alive and to be safe and to be with your family. And always remember the people that helped you and supported you during this transition. Just always be grateful. Every time you look at these mountains, remember that. And I kept telling myself that every day when I landed here on the island. And I'm telling you, it has been so therapeutic and really a medicine for me because, you know, that was over a year ago. And as my life started coming together and I started setting in roots, you know, life happens and I get ahead of myself and I get hurdles that are kind of getting in the way and things aren't running smoothly. And then I'll find myself getting really frustrated and really impatient about things. And I'll notice I'll get so deep in it, I won't even see the mountains. And then all of a sudden, my eye will catch it. And the second I look at those mountains, I'll be, oh, oh yes, don't forget how lucky you are to be here. Don't forget that. And I'll just start into my gratitude and start really emitting from my heart space, the gratitude and just washing it out through everything. And I will immediately see that the hurdles, the frustration, all the things that are not lining up for me suddenly just break free and break open and everything starts working smoother. Gratitude is so powerful. Patty, is there anything that you do? Do you have any visual cues or things that you set to help you be in the act of gratitude? Or is that something that has been a more natural process for you? For me, it flows a little more naturally. However, I do believe it's important that we pause throughout our day. Just like you take potty breaks, it's good to take little appreciation breaks to go outside and like you said, look at the mountains or to just go outside and take a deep breath and feel the air in your lungs. So I think taking breaks and slowing down and pausing, you have to do that to be able to tap into gratitude. You can't tap into gratitude while you're just running on autopilot. So again, it's intentionally allowing time to settle into that. You know, I did say earlier that I didn't have a disciplined practice, but I did this one amazing thing. I work with the company of HeartMath, which I believe is heartmath.org. And they're an amazing company that does a lot of scientific proving of spiritual 
things, which is fascinating. And they had a little thing that you plug into your phone and then you put on your earlobe and it can read your pulse, your blood pressure, your heart rate, and tell when your heart is beating in what they call coherence. And what you do is you go into a state of gratitude. And for me, I tried to tap into a memory from the past that brought me extreme joy or a thought of gratitude. And for me, it may sound silly, but I was in a movie with my family. My husband was on my left and my three children were on my right. And I looked down at my kids and my middle son picked up my daughter, who was a toddler at that time, and lifted her up and sat her on his lap. And to sit there in this movie theater and see my family all in alignment, all loving to be together, really brought me joy. And so I would, with that little gadget attached to my earlobe, reading my heart's coherence and my heart rate, I would go into that space of gratitude over that moment. And there was a little light and it would be red until you got into that moment of gratitude and then it would turn green and you'd think, oh, this feels so good. I need to remember to pick up bread on the way home. And then it would go to red. You know, and then you'd have to go back into that place of gratitude. And it was really interesting to show how fragile gratitude can be, how sustaining that can be something that really takes a disciplined practice. And like I said before, you can tap into these amazing moments of gratitude, but if you can try to sustain that, then it becomes a healing tool and it becomes this magical process. So this is our first episode that we're having a guest. I'm really excited to have Cameron joining us on this podcast episode. And Cameron has some amazing experience with gratitude. So Cameron, if you don't mind, I would just like to ask you what your experience with the emotion of gratitude has been for you. Well, thank you, Patty. I am really thrilled to be here. This is quite a new sort of thing for me. I love gratitude. Gratitude is like a magical emotion for me. It has given me so much in my life. And I've really been working with my gratitude practice really seriously for at least a couple of years now. And it's been amazing. That's great, Cameron. And Cameron and I first met, Cameron came to see me as a medium when her wife had passed. And she's explained to me before how gratitude really helped her survive that time of grief and help get through it, which is fascinating for me because for me to be in a state of grief and a state of sadness and to try to latch on to an elevated emotion such as love or joy or happiness would be really difficult. But you were able to somehow make it through a little door opening into gratitude and that really helped you, correct? Yes, indeed. In fact, the idea to explore gratitude more actually came from my wife through Patty. She suggested that I try focusing a bit on gratitude. And at first I was like, well, I can't even imagine. But then I thought to myself, all right, she's made it to the spirit world and she has a lot more perspective than I do. So I'm going to give this a try. And my first attempt was something along the lines, I am so grateful that she and I had 27 years together. So that, I felt a little bit like I was cheating because I was grateful for things that had already passed, but I kept working on it. And, you know, sometimes they would be big things like that. And sometimes I would be grateful for my favorite blue Doc Barton shoes. So it didn't have to be huge items. It could be anything. And after a bit of time, I decided to challenge myself and try to focus on things that have happened since she left planet. And at first, though, it was very difficult. Sometimes it would just be a sunny day 
or a piece of music I particularly like. But over time, what I realized is I was getting in a better and better and better place. And the grief was still there and it was still hard, but I had this other magical way to feel better. And it really changed my life. So Cameron, how would you say your life compared, like what was your attitude? What was the state of your reality prior to putting gratitude into practice compared to how it feels after you started the practice? Well, that's an interesting question. And my life has so drastically changed. It has radiated out into pretty much every aspect of my life because it's sort of my go-to emotion now. So when something, you know, kind of just life happens that's negative, I'm able to see whatever the positive is in there. And it really changed my, just my way of being. And before I had a gratitude practice, I tended to be pretty depressed and would really take things in and was really hard on myself. And I've really been able to just really focus on what's good in this world. And I, I don't even know how to explain it any better, but it, it feels like magic. Okay. I would just like to say that from a psychic's point of view, Cameron and I have been working together for a couple years. And when I look at her chakras, since she's been doing this gratitude practice, they are completely different. I just did a reading for her this afternoon, actually. And when I looked at her third chakra, as it opened up into her fourth chakra, it's almost as if they were one. They just ran together. And the change has been remarkable to watch from my place because Cameron, through this gratitude practice, she's come into a sense of calmness and acceptance and self-peace with herself, which has allowed her third chakra to really open up into her heart. And she's at a place now where rather than hiding or moving away from people, she's open and she has people coming to her as a mentor now, which I think is something that she's never really thought about in the past. That was kind of a surprise for you when you say? Definitely a surprise. My world has changed in a lot of different ways. It doesn't feel like I've worked really hard to get to this place. And when I started, a lot of it was like, I would have a meditation where I would just say, I am grateful for the people in my life. And I'd list the people. I'm grateful for the sun. I am grateful for the music that I really enjoying. It was all kinds of things. And like I said, even my shoes, I was grateful for my shoes. So the repetition of it got me in the practice of recognizing what was good in my life. And I felt like when I lost my wife, my whole world ended and um, it was hard to see anything good. So when she suggested that I try to focus on it a little bit, a part of me was just like, oh no, I don't want to. I want to still be unhappy and sad. And But I felt like the relationship we had, like, I need to do this. She suggested I do this. I should try it. And it just worked. It was just amazing. So Cameron, did you notice a breakthrough point where you no longer had to try so hard to be grateful for things? And did you notice a point in which you just were naturally grateful in your life? Yes, there definitely was a time, but you know, it's, it's kind of hard for me to pinpoint it because it felt like I was working at it and thinking of things to be grateful for. And then when I look back at some point in time, there was a, a change and now it, it just flows very natural to me. I mean, I wake up in the morning and just thoughts of gratitude are on my mind and I find myself kind of 
still doing the list, but it's a much more automatic thing. Like the things just come to me. And sometimes the things that come to me make me smile because I'm like, oh, yes, I guess I am grateful for that. It definitely is an easy thing for me now. And would you say that at some point you started to get validation that this was the correct thing to do, that this was working for you? Yes. Thinking about Jamara, my wife, I started being really grateful for our new connection. And that's something I really didn't think I would be ever come grateful for because I particularly was fond of the old connection. But Yes, I started to really realize, and not only just that, I have a friend, and she's six years old, and she's my friend's daughter, and she was two when Jamara passed, and I have so enjoyed my time with her, and she is such a gift for me. It's just, when I see her, I am just so grateful I'm still here on this planet and still get to be with her. That's beautiful. Yeah, really beautiful and profound. Thank you. First of all, thank you so much for being here and sharing your story with us. It's a beautiful story. And I think the information that you've passed on is going to be so helpful to so many people. And I would just like to ask if somebody found themselves in a state of depression or despair or having a really hard time, can you pinpoint one way to start with a gratitude practice? Yeah, I believe that at least what worked for me is force yourself to make a list And it can be tiny little things because even in my worst moment, my heaviest grief, I was able to look around and be grateful for a couple things and just focus on small little things. And, you know, at some point you might see that you really have a few more things to throw in there. So is there a little bit of fake it till you make it there? Ah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like, especially the first year after I lost Jamara, most of my head was filled with, I am okay. I am okay. I am okay. And now my new mantra is everything I need is coming to me at the perfect time. So I would like to add, and I'm sorry, Cameron, I'm going to label you here as normal in that Cameron is a normal average person like many of us. And while she is a very spiritual woman, this is something that she started from pretty much square one. She wasn't the type of person that dedicated a lot of time to her spiritual practice or to meditating. And so this is something that you can start from wherever you are. There's no prerequisite for starting a gratitude practice. Do you agree with that, Cameron? I totally agree with that. It is open to all of us and it's magical and we all should take it in. Thank you so much for opening up and being vulnerable and sharing with us this very intimate experience that you went through in grief and how you were able to come out through the other side and show us a perspective for those of us who've not experienced grief in this way you revealed to me something that I may have not considered, the gratitude of a new connection, the gratitude of the new relationships that form after losing somebody that you love. I am very grateful for you and your presence and your experience. So thanks. Thank you so much. So I wanted to share just a few ways that you might be able to start tapping into appreciation. As I said before, taking little appreciation breaks, maybe before you eat your lunch at work, you take a few minutes to have appreciation for the income that you're making or for the food that's in front of you. Also making appreciation lists that when you're in a really dark time, 
there's something that's written down that you can go to and try to grab something from. Also, a gratitude journal, telling people that you love them. We all love to hear how important we are, and so share that. Tell the people that you care about that you care about them. Noticing the beautiful things around you, saying thank you, experiencing art. If you're someone that loves art, going to a gallery and walking around and appreciating the art or playing some music or going for a drive somewhere beautiful, doing little things that bring happiness. I don't particularly enjoy washing the dishes, but there are times when I'm so thankful that I'm washing the dishes with warm water and that my hands are in this warm, sudsy water and my dish soap smells amazing and I have these wonderful dishes that I get to eat off of. So we really, truly can find gratitude in the smallest things and it's not too small. Every little thing matters and counts. And then another one is to challenge yourself to go an entire day without complaining. Rather than going into the negative, you have to switch it into the positive. That's a tough one, but it makes us realize how much we complain when we actually could be practicing gratitude instead. Yeah, gratitude definitely has a way of dissolving the complaining mind. (laughs) Yeah, one way that I really love to use gratitude is to be grateful for things that have not yet come into being. So when I'm trying to manifest something, and it's coming from a good place, it's coming out of love, it's not coming out of greed or anything like that. But when I am really trying to call something into being, I emit a sense of gratitude as though it has already happened. Having a sense of gratitude for something that has not yet come into being that I am trying to manifest is an integral component to the act of manifestation. I think it really boosts things. And you have to have a real genuine sense of gratitude. You can't just be like, oh, I'm so grateful that I have this thing. And it's just a saying. You really got to meditate into it. You really got to vibe into it, feel, touch, smell, know the thing that you're trying to create and manifest, and then feel that sense of gratitude as though it's in your hands, as though you are experiencing it in real time, in real life. And I feel like that can help manifest things very quickly. I'm so glad you said that, Jude. That's so important. Yeah, gratitude is a huge piece of manifesting. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't want people to get discouraged if it's hard for them to access gratitude because I know what it's like to be really depressed. I know what it's like to wish that you were no longer living, that everything in your reality was such a drag, such a disappointment such a living hell in your mind that it was hard to find gratitude for anything. I know what that feels like. For those of you who might be struggling with gratitude, though it seems like such a simple and easy gesture, I'm just acknowledging for anyone out there that it can be tough depending on where you're starting from. If you're starting from the very bottom, it might be a little bit more challenging. But I'm just urging everybody there who may be struggling to stick with it because it will shift things. It will make things better. It will be the fuel that gets you out of a rut. Thanks, Jude. That's important to pass on. I appreciate that. So in the spirit of gratitude, thank you to our listeners who have been tuning in with us and giving us feedback and chiming in and letting us know how much you love the podcast. We're so grateful for your participation in this relationship through the airways, through the internet, through the podcast. And I hope that everybody has an amazing holiday season coming up where gratitude is filling the air and giving and receiving and sharing 
space and sharing food and sharing company. Yes, thank you. And we have gratitude for all of you that have been listening and sending us such wonderful comments. If you would like to hear more about my practice and my offerings, you can find my website at wingandether.com and ether is spelled A-E-T-H-E-R or pdavispsychic.com. And we'd love to have you follow us on Instagram at Spirit Speakers Podcast. And you can find me on my website, which is Align and Shine Kauai. And Jude, I'm thankful for you. Oh, I'm thankful for you, Patty. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Aloha.